Hey, B. Yes? Have you heard? Heard what? Winter is coming. Oh my god. Is Game of Thrones coming back? Are they redoing season eight? No, just regular winter. Oh. I'm going to need two things then. Warm feet and coffee in my belly. I think I got just the thing for you. Oh yeah? Yeah. We've got some amazing partnerships with two companies, Smartass Undies and Cafe Hacienda Rio. Smartass Undies is a small business committed to saving the planet and your mindset. They're engineered from recycled materials to produce sustainable and super comfy underwear and socks. Motivation is perishable and needs refreshing every day, just like your undies and socks. Every time I look down at my feet, I see words like gratitude and self-discipline and integrity, and it just keeps me going. Tell them about the coffee, Dante. Oh, I've got coffee for you. Cafe Hacienda Real Coffee from Costa Rica. This micro roastery is just outside of San Jose. We found it a couple of years ago when we were in Costa Rica. They small batch roast a custom blend of pea berry and Arabica beans. You can pick your roast type and whether or not you want it ground or whole bean. And then they will ship to order exactly what you want. Now we've got a couple of offer codes for our listeners for Smartass Undies. We have links in the show notes to get to the website. And when you, once you get there, you're going to use the code CHEATINGONFEAR10 for 10% off your order. And for the Hacienda Real Coffee, you're going to go to goldenbean.net and use the promo code COFCHR20 for 10% off your order. Kick Winter's ass. And this is Cheating on Fear. It is. So this week, we are talking to boudoir photographer, Melissa Kelly. Yeah, that was an interesting one. Yeah. She's a cool chick. Very, very cool chick. Doing some sexy stuff. Yes. Very sexy. Yeah, so we talked to her about how she came to do this kind of work Mm -hmm. and some of the things that people might not know about boudoir photography. Yeah, cock socks. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so enjoy, everyone. Enjoy. All right. And we'd like to welcome Melissa Kelly to the show. Bomb-ass boudoir photographer, Melissa Kelly. Nice to uh, be part of it. <laughs> so let's just jump right into it here. I'm very curious about your personal journey. I mean, this is a field that you don't really think about you know, when, when you're in high school and you're in grade 10 careers and they ask you what you want to do, that's not usually one of the top 10. So can you tell us a little bit about, about how you got here? Sure. So I always had the love for photography. Just, I never thought there was money to be made at all. So I took a totally different direction, but like I said, I was always, I was always into photography in high school and that I would actually stay after school and I would develop my own photos in the dark room, like old school style, where like with all the chemicals and everything. I, I just had a lo- such a love for it. But like I said, I never thought there was money to be made. And then life happened. I ended up getting married. I had a daughter. And then I was working as a lab tech for Hamilton Health Sciences. And I did that for, in total, I was there for about 14 years. And during the time that I was there, my marriage ended. And I, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I ended up gaining a lot of weight at the time. uh, And I lost that weight around the same time that my marriage was ending. So and I just so happened to be around the time that a friend of mine, her cousin is a photographer, and she was looking to build her portfolio. So I suggested a boudoir photo shoot. And I said, I'll be a part of it. And like I said, again, I always had a love for photography. My husband, at, my ex-husband at the time, he loved pinups and muscle cars. So I was always kind of, that was always in my face whenever I went down in the, to, the, to the basement kind of thing. <laughs> I always saw like pinup posters and stuff like that. So I, I was kind of always drawn to that. Anyways, I ended up doing this photo shoot and I was kind of, I was still insecure at the time because I had gained so much weight, but I had lost it very quickly. So there was a lot of extra skin and stuff like that, that I wasn't very comfortable with. So I mentioned that to the photographer and she told me not to worry about it. And 
I left there and I felt the sexiest, most beautiful that I've felt in years. And I just remember walking up to my vehicle thinking, wow, like I don't need a man to make me feel sexy. So that feeling always stuck with me. Fast forward to a couple years later, and I was working at the hospital at the time. And I was sitting in the cafeteria with a group of women on our break. And I just said to them, you know what, I want to do some photography, but only do boudoir, and just as a hobby. And because I had planned on retiring as a lab tech, I had my retirement date, how much money I was going to make when I retired and all this stuff. And, and uh, so that I never saw doing this photography as a career choice. What was their what was their response when you said that to them? Were they like, why would you want to do that? Or were they all like, yeah, like we'll be your, how, what, how did they respond to that? It, it was kind of a mixed reaction, to be honest. A lot of them didn't even know what it was. Uh, a lot of people still don't know what it is. People hmm. are like, Buddha, war, what the, <laughs> like, they don't even know, like, they don't know how to say it. <laughs> Especially men. It's funny when men are like, what kind of photography are you doing? But yeah, no, it was quite a mixed reaction. And I approached three women at, from the hospital and I, I said, why don't you girls come over one night? And I didn't even know them, really. I only knew one. And the other two, I didn't know very well. But I wanted three women, all different ages, shapes, and sizes. So I invited them over. We had wine and cheese, and they brought lingerie. And I did their photos, just as almost like to build my portfolio. And I had planned on doing boudoir photo shoots maybe twice a month, just as a, like I said, as a hobby, still working my full-time job at the hospital. And... I posted these images online of these three women and all of a sudden women were messaging me. How much do you charge? I want to, I want a photo shoot. And I was like, I don't know how much do you want to pay? Cause <laughs> I wasn't doing it as a job at the time. And then I kept getting, I kept getting more response and more messages and women wanting to book these shoots. So I started, I went down to the fabric store and bought some backdrops, like just cheap style backdrops kind of thing. And, set up more of a studio. And then about five months later, the local television station, they uh, had me in on for a segment, five minute segment. Oh. And it, they just happened to do it on a snow day. Oh, wow. Well, so everyone's tuned in because they right. want to know if they can get to work. Yeah. So my, my stepdad at the, like at the time, my stepdad, he drove me uh, down to the station in this massive snowstorm because I was so nervous too and but I was determined to be there so I went and I left the station and my phone didn't stop like it was yeah and that so that was seven years ago and I still have women messaging me wanting to book based on seeing that interview seven years ago so yeah so that was huge for me. And then it just, the, the ball kept rolling and women, my phone was going off constantly when I was at work at the hospital. And it was one day where, because where I worked, I worked in the lab, in the waiting room for the patients, there was a television screen and they had Dragon's Den on. And there was a woman there asking for them to invest in her business. And for our American friends, Dragon oh, Den is like the Canadian version of Shark Tank. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was the original. I, it was the original. Before Shark Tank was Shark Tank, it was Dragon's Den. On exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. I just wanted no, to- No, no, no. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, I understand. So yeah. So Kevin O'Leary, or Kevin Leary, or yeah. is it O'Leary? Is it, it's yeah. O'Leary, yeah. Is it O'Leary? Okay. So he was, he asked the woman, what else do you do? And she said, well, I'm in real estate. And he said to her, why am I going to invest in you when you don't invest 100% in yourself? And I just kind of like, I don't know, like a light bulb kind of went off. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, I need to to put more focus into my business. And, and so I really did. And also during that, so now we're a couple years in, I had a photo shoot with a breast cancer patient. And she's very young. She was in her late 20s. Wow. And she did the photo shoot for her her husband on their wedding day. Mm. And it was very, very touching. And again, we had the local television station come to my studio for that shoot and have an interview between the two of us, because my focus was always on building confidence and bringing out the confidence in women, no matter their age, shape or size. Well, a woman 
at the age of 28 years old, who's going through breast cancer with a double mastectomy and doing this kind of photo shoot is the ultimate level of confidence mm-hmm. and That's bravery. It, it really was. And so we had an interview on, on our local television station about this. And then it was just a couple months later and her cancer had spread. And I was in the elevator at my work and I got the call. Actually, I got a text. Sorry. I got a text saying that she had passed away. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's when I decided right then and there, I'm going to do this full time. And I asked for a leave of absence and uh, because I was dealing with some stuff at the time. And that was kind of the kicker for me. And then a couple months later, there was some changes that were going on at work. And I ended up taking a voluntary exit package. Oh, nice. And that's history. (laughs) So, so yeah, so that was seven, that was seven years ago that I started everything. A few years after that is when I left the hospital to focus on this full time. And in the last seven years, I photographed over 7,500 women. And that I was only going to do it as a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) Were you always like when you were doing your photography in the early days, did you have a particular uh, style of photography that you were interested in? Did you do portraits or landscapes or wildlife? Like what, what kind of got you into the photography side? When I was in high school, is that what you mean? Like yeah. when I was uh, mostly portraits, like my relatives. So I would, I would stay after school and, and develop photos of my family, like my, and my extended family and that too. So I just, but it's funny because I remember being, young and just out for a drive with my family and just looking at things in the distance thinking oh that would be a nice picture that'd be a nice shot yeah it was always in the back of my mind kind of thing and there's certain photographs over the years that stick out in my mind that I haven't forgotten because they were just so powerful to me yeah so absolutely yeah Dante is a bit of a photographer as well done a lot of you've done a lot of like wildlife and, photography. and landscape type stuff I, I love portraits but it's 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 one of my favorite like genres of of photography to to admire but it's not an easy one to do it I mean it's easy to get somebody in focus and here's a picture of their face but to get right to get really powerful with lighting and all of that they're, they're the people who are really good at it have a very good uh, eye for all those elements to be able to construct a really powerful portrait we will definitely link to um, Melissa's Instagram at the end so that you can see the kind of talent she has. <laughs> Thank you. Angles and lighting and, and making, but yeah. So do you, is your, what, what do you shoot with? Uh, I promise this won't be a, a camera pop <laughs> interview, but I'm just curious what kind of hardware are, are you? I, I'm a Canon girl. So I, you yeah. Too? Well, Canon boy. Not to be confused with a cannonball. And, and oh. like the, like the 25, mill i do the uh, i i just actually i just bought well santa brought me the canon e uh the mirror the mirrorless canon esor oh nice yeah and a lot lighter i'm playing with that right now yes yeah so i'm still trying to figure that out yeah so i i'm still uh, i at least i have time right now with lockdown to kind of play around with my camera a little bit more and i've been doing some test shots with my daughter too so that's been helpful nice and then and you're post-processing because you're shooting digital now. Do you, do you, yeah. do you have a workflow that you use for that? I do. Yeah. So I, so I edit all my own work, but I have had to hire two editors in the last, well, this year I hired, this past year I hired two editors, uh, but wow. last year I had to hire an editor as well because I can't leading up to Christmas and Valentine's. It's my busiest season. Yeah. Not right now due to lockdown. So it's really hard for me right now. But nobody wants Christmas pictures in January. So yeah. Yeah. So, but, but really from the, the end of October, right up until Christmas, I am working around the clock. Mm. Like I think I had from the end of October to December 20th, I think I had at least 300 women or more. Good for you. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Fantastic. It is. It is. And I love it. Like it's just, and I have a new studio now too. For, for the last seven years, I was shooting out of my garage. Oh, wow. I had a studio in my garage. So in my basement, in my garage. So kind of back and forth. But now I have a studio down downtown actually. So it's, it's much bigger. Thank goodness. And then allows for more creativity. Definitely. Like that's, I found that my creativity was very limited amongst like the four walls of my garage. 
Right. So, but I, I did utilize my space very well. There are some shots that you would see on my website or my social media and you wouldn't be able to believe that they were actually shot in my garage. <laughs> like it's, it's You have to be a creative person to. I've seen a couple of your, you've done some location shooting too, which is really neat. One of my, yes. far, the farm shoot was one of my personal favorites. That was mm-hmm. super fun. That's very popular. We've been using that farm for the last five years. Wow. And it was actually a client of mine that was in my studio. And she's like, Oh, I, if you ever want to shoot on a farm, I have one. And I was like, Hmm. Okay. And then they, they're so successful. Like I will post them and I will book close to 20 women in an hour. Wow. Yeah. What is it about the farm that people are so excited about? Is I it don't Ailes know. I, it's the Daisy, it's I, the Daisy Duke thing. That's what it is. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to be Daisy Duke. <laughs> they do. They just want to be a cowgirl for a day. And yeah. it's, yeah. it's, it's great. But it's great because my myself and my I have a hairstylist that I work with. So we both put on our country outfits. And at first it, it was funny because we used to dress all sexy country, but when you're on a farm all day, you get disgusting. <laughs> so now it's so now we're a bit more realistic. Rubber like, boots and yeah, yeah. exactly. Those can still be sexy. They can, yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh yeah, the country girls are definitely the most popular. Hmm. Um, the country girl sessions are definitely the most popular for sure, hands down. So you mentioned earlier that a lot of people aren't really familiar with boudoir and what it's about what do you wish people knew like what are some of the misconceptions and what do you wish people knew about boudoir so I, I think a lot of people I know when I was first starting especially the older generation they look at it almost as pornography and it's so not that at all I've been really stressing how women every woman has a story and I want to bring that out in them So I find that over time, those people that have looked at it as a bad, a bad, almost a bad thing uh, are, their minds are changing now. They're not as judgmental. And I think that once women actually experience a photo shoot like this, they realize what it does for their self-confidence. Just like myself, like I said, like when I did the photo shoot, it was very tasteful, but I've never felt so beautiful. And often women turn to their partner or men in, in, in general just to look for that gratification that they're sexy and beautiful. And really, it's within you. And with my photo shoots, I want to, I, I, will, I, I will always, I don't want to change the person who they are, but I always want to focus on their favorite features and kind of uh, reassure them that what they considered are their flaws I'll take care of that because we uh, women are so insecure about their bodies. Mm. All women, like many women, most women. It's like you're revealing their own beauty to them. Some women have become so emotional during a photo shoot where they start to cry. And I'm like, you're going to wreck your makeup. Stop, stop, stop. Stop crying. Stop. <laughs> and, and, but they really, some of these women, they look at themselves in, because when they're in my studio, I actually show them on the back of my camera, some of the photos that I took of them. And yeah, they're overcome with emotion. They can't believe that that is them. And I, I get it. Like I, I felt the same way before, but it's, it's more about, it's not necessarily about TNA. It's about beauty, their overall beauty, inner and outer beauty. I was just wondering when you, when you're describing that, about the way what the women feel when they see, you know, your unedited raw sort of back of the camera photo. What do you think it is like for, I mean, do you find that most of these women are taking these photos solely for themselves or they're doing it for their partner? And what, have you gotten any kind of feedback from your clients about how their partners have, have felt about the end result of, of the, the, the session? I would say the majority actually are doing it for someone, whether it be for their birthday, Christmas, Valentine's, anniversary. I find that the majority are doing it for their partner. I offer I offer photo book sessions. So women give their partner, it's like a coffee table size photo book, a hardcover photo book. It's beautiful. And it contains 18 to 20 images. And they are able to 
select a, like come up with a title for their photo book. And then on the inside page, I ask them to provide me with a quote. So it can be a, you know, like a, a love relationship kind of style quote or uh, a verse of their wedding song, stuff like that. And then at the, the back of the book, I also ask for another quote. So it can be, you know, love your little pookie wookie or whatever this, there's like a little, you know, like something like that, but something that's more personal and meaningful to, to them. But yeah, and women, I encourage them to bring uh, lingerie that they feel comfortable in, but it doesn't always just have to be lingerie. So a lot of women like the look of just like the, the little white tee and a pair of panties, or you know, I also suggest, you know, bring your husband's shirt and tie or a jersey, that kind of thing. Something that your husband is interested in. I've had some crazy props brought into my studio. Like, <laughs> okay, like what? You got to tell us. Well, I've had, I had one woman come in like fishing gear. Like, I mean, the overalls with the high, high boots. And oh, the like the chest like, waders and like a Yeah, yeah, vest. like whatever that's good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's like, I don't know how you're going to make it look sexy. I'm like, oh, we're giving, <laughs> yeah, we'll give it a whirl. You know, like I don't either, but I, I, yeah, yeah, but it works. You know, I've had guns in, in my studio, really? like big the hunting rifles. Yeah, so yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Some of the things that they have brought, uh, video games. Like, there's a lot of men out there that are you know gamers in that, so they'll bring like the the headset with the little controller to incorporate in a shoot. So it's kind, it's it's cute. It's you know, and it's funny because usually the men. Uh, or their partner loves those shots the most. Right. Mm. So yes, women will do it for their partner. And often though, there, you know, there are women that will do it for themselves where they say they've achieved like their weight loss goal. Uh, a lot of women will have the, the gastric bypass surgery and they lose a tremendous amount of weight in such a short period of time. And those women I find are the ones where I'm, they're the ones that are most, most, emotional, I will show them their photos, because in their mind, they see themselves as still being overweight. So to see them in the photo, it's not them. It's really, and I know it's a mentality thing for them. But it is something that's very special for them once they kind of grasp that that is actually them on camera. Mm -hmm. So and women, yeah, like they, they, a lot of them do it for themselves if they don't have a partner. I know I have done photo shoots for myself when I've been single and it makes me feel great. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't need to be with someone to have that, to feel desired. Mm -hmm. I, I having a photo, she just makes me feel really good. And yeah, I think every woman deserves to feel that way. I think that's really important point that it doesn't, it's nice if it's for someone else, if that's what you want to do, mm -hmm. but it's also, it's also a nice thing. Everybody's talking about self-care and self-love right now. And right that's an act of self-love is to do something like that. And when people go, Ooh, who's that for? It's for me, motherfucker. I just want to do something, <laughs> yeah. you know, to have, to have something when I'm 90 and go, look, I'm hot as fuck. Yeah. Check that out. Like it's, so I, I think that's, that's great. Too. And whatever people's reasons for doing it, they're all valid, yeah. but I think it's really important. It's gotta be good for like a dating profile. <laughs> have you yeah, had people so do that? Yes. So women, I do because I offer digital packages as well. So those images are usually meant for their dating life, whether it be posting them on, on on online or, you know, perhaps sending them via text to someone they're interested in. It's the shit out of a car selfie. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> well, that's it. Exactly. Like, And especially women, I find that women that are over the age of probably 35, we don't master the selfie as well as women that are much younger so having my help is, is much appreciated yeah you do couple shoots as well is that I do and do you yeah. find that that's a different dynamic do you find that that's is that more difficult because of the couple dynamic I do I find the couples to be my most challenging actually because the photos are basically they're posed they take a lot of work actually because you're posing yes and we're trying we're doing like suggestive posing so because they're not actually in the act I, I i and i also try to keep those photos very sensual sexy 
but very tasteful as well. So the woman, I don't mind if the woman in the photo is naked, but I always ask for him to kind of cover his junk. <laughs> so <laughs> cock socks, that's what you need. <laughs> Can we do a red hot chili peppers shoot? That would be Yeah, yeah. Help me out here. You we kind of play a game sometimes. We when we used to travel, we would do a lot of people watching and we'd play the game of where are you in your relationship? Do you do you feel like you have a good sense of when a couple comes in, you're like, oh wow, this is like a last ditch attempt to save (laughs) Well, I think I, I find that the ones that I have had experience with are pretty new in the relationship they haven't been together for you know much longer than say five years even but I find that they're pretty new in the relationship they're and it you know what these photo shoots though the couples are it's a great start to a date night Mm. because I think the idea of having someone capture these images Mm. of them is is a turn on itself Mm -hmm. and it's funny because at first they're both very nervous especially the man is very nervous. Why? He's not showing anything. What's he worried about? I, I, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure what it is, but every man that's been in the studio as part of a couple shoot has been very nervous at the beginning. And because it's usually her idea to have this kind of right. photo shoot, right? Or something. Yeah, right, right. So, so yeah. So I coordinate their outfits and then I'll pose them. And then as things get moving along, I like I keep in mind, I can look through the lens so I can see how excited he's getting. So (laughs) so it's very very visible to me. Mm -hmm. So I know he's having a good time now. (laughs) And and really, at the end of the shoot, it happens every single time. The man's like, oh, that was great. That was really like that. They love it. They're feeling more confident. They're feeling comfortable. And they're turned on. And so when they leave, like I usually, uh, I usually say to my clients, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I usually say to my clients, you know, let me know uh, how things are when you go home, after you go home. Mm-hmm. And some people, honestly, they have said like, we almost didn't make it out of the parking lot. Wow. Because it's turned them on so much. It's been like almost an hour of foreplay, really, mm-hmm. with your partner. And being able to not do anything like you have to keep yourself in, in control kind of thing. And it's very hard. So, so to speak, it's, it's, <laughs> no you know, <laughs> as an exhibitionist, that would be like, that'd be right up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's it. I think this is a safe way for people who have never been able to explore their exhibitionist side. This is a safe way mm-hmm. for them to be able to do that. I can imagine. And then people discover that about themselves and go like, we didn't make it out of the parking lot, you know? Like, <laughs> And then to look back on those photos, once you get them, it just triggers such emotion as well. Like you're just, it's, you look at each other in a, in a bit of a different light. Like you're like, wow, yeah, we are really hot together. And look at the passion that we capture. Like it's just, yeah, it, it's, it's something that I, I think every couple should at least do it for a date night. Done. Cool. <laughs> yes. What's your Thursday like? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have, I, but I have four couples booked for Valentine's Day. Wow. Because you know what? Uh, things are limited as to what we can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm supposed to be back to work by then, hopefully. So, yeah. So it's, it's like, you know what? I've never done, I, usually Valentine's Day, I'm not working because I have worked my butt off leading up to that point. Mm. So that's my first day of a two week vacation, but Mm -hmm. things have changed this year, obviously. So I thought, you know what, I'll make couples feel good and have them have a whole couples marathon in my studio that day. Nice. So yeah. 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 So I wanted to actually, I have a little bit of a confession to make. The reason I know who you are is because a few years ago, a friend of mine, was part of one of your bachelorette shoots. Okay. And so one of one of the things that Melissa does is she shoots uh, like she does like bachelorette shoots where a bride and all of her bridesmaids all get together and you come in and do a shoot with all of them. And she well, I'm not going to I'm not going to like 
betray any confidences here, but she was mortified at the idea because they were all kind of sporty girls. And so she came over to my house and was like, help me, please. I need clothes. I need to figure out what to do. I need all of this stuff. So, and I was so excited for her. And Melissa's is trying to figure out who it is. I know. Look, <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later who it was. And um, I got her all hooked up with stuff and I couldn't wait to hear how it went. And she was, she had such a great time and they all did. And she, I, I actually um, reached out to her yesterday because we were going to be doing this. And I was like, maybe you could share some of your impressions, you know, all, you know, a few years later, how, and she actually, she said she had made, she had gotten a photo book made for her husband. And she said, I pull it out every once in a while. Cause now they have two kids and, and she said, I, I pull my photo book out every once in a while just for a little confidence boost. And, and she still has the photo of all of them together in her room. And she said, it's something, it's really, really special to me. It was such a great experience. And she talked about how wonderful you were and how you could tell that they were a little uncomfortable and you could draw and you drew them out. And she said, you were so patient and, and, and she said that the photos that she got, same thing, what you were saying, she couldn't believe it was her. She just couldn't believe yeah. it. And yeah. uh, so it was, and she actually sent me the photo of, of all of her friends together. And like, it was that, it was that close to her that, that she right. could grab it and go here, here it is. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So I thought maybe you could talk to us a little bit about what those shoots are like and what you notice the dynamics between the women and how that that kind of plays out when you have a group of women that you're shooting well yes so definitely the bachelorette shoots or the girls nights they can be a little bit bit more intimidating as opposed to like a one-on-one experience because like I said women are very you know many women are very insecure about their bodies and taking their it's funny because we can take our clothes off in front of a man and be okay with it, kind of. But taking our clothes off in front of another woman, we're not necessarily the most comfortable with it. It's it's funny to me, like to. But as soon as say Susie sees Janet with cellulite just like her, then they're like, okay, well we can do this. You know, she's she's got stretch marks. I got stretch marks. Okay, let's. And it's funny because at first they're very the first 10, 15 minutes they're very shy about their bodies. They're almost like hiding behind something while they're changing. And then as the shoot gets going, gets going, I can see them loosening up a little bit more. And then they're swapping outfits in front of each other. Like it just, they kind of let loose a little bit more. So it's, it's nice to see that. I know it's very scary and intimidating at first. And you feel like you're going to be judged. You feel like they're going to notice this about you or that about you. And and they may, but then they have the same kind of insecurities as well, or they may have the same kind of insecurities. Everybody's different, you know, like there's so many uh, you know, different shapes and sizes and, and that, and we all have to be like more accepting as to, as to those flaws that we think that we may have, you know, like everybody's got something that they don't like about themselves, something it's very rare that there's someone that loves everything about themselves. You know what I mean? Like I haven't met anyone. <laughs> and and I like, and to your point, it's true. I think, you know, speaking generally about cis heterosexual women, we don't really think too hard about getting naked in front of a man because we're the only woman in the room for the most part. Right. So it's yeah. kind of like, well, he's happy. <laughs> he's happy. It's fine. But you're right. I think I think women become very conscious of being judged and being vulnerable in front of other women, because let's face it, sometimes women can be shitty to each other. And, and I think that it's great what you're doing because it gives these women opportunities to bond in a different way and to encourage each other in a different way. And to have a pillow fight at the end. Yes. We all have pillow fights. (laughs) Yes. That's what we do. We have pillow fights in our baby doll nighties. And yes, Exactly. That's what he's thinking. But I think think that's really important. And I think that there, that is such a, an interesting opportunity for women to bond and especially, you know, women that have been friends for a really long time, like this group was, and they sort of had a brand to their 
friendship, if you know what I mean. And it was more like being kids and being, you know, sport girls and tomboys and all that kind of thing. And when it, it was almost like they all grew up at the same time and were able to step into their sexuality and not be embarrassed about it, you know? So it, it was really a meaningful and important experience for all of them. And they were just so impressed with how all that went and how you were able to tease that out of them, you know? It's honestly, it's so much fun too. Like there's a lot of laughs and, and yeah, like they all have a really good time doing it. It's almost like you're playing dress up as an adult with your girlfriends, like how we used to do when we were kids, you know, and, and now it's just the grown up version, <laughs> maybe not as much clothing, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's definitely, they, they do leave their, you know, talking about the, the memories of their boudoir session. And then I find often that once those groups come to my studio and have a photo shoot, or sometimes I actually go to their location. Like I've actually shown up at hotels and stuff like that to do photo shoot, which is also fun too, because a lot of bachelorettes will get a hotel room before going out on the town and I'll come. I'm also a makeup artist as well. So I'll come along with my hairstylist. We'll do their hair and makeup. Then I'll do the photo shoot. And then they're all like, they're feeling good. They've had a little bit of champagne and now they can go out for dinner and dancing with the girls. I, I, I can't wait till we can do that again. <laughs> but, but now that I talk about that, it's, yeah, it's very sad. But, but yeah, you know, it's a really memorable night for, for the, a group of women and a, a group of friends and something. And, and it's, it's all for them to see, whether it be in a photo book or in, in digital images as well. So. I wanted to ask you also some of the, like I said, the Instagram is so fire and some of the things I've been noticing, there's been some, a little bit of leaning towards like kink and fetish type shoots. Can you tell me how that started and, and, and where that's going? Hmm. I'm going to say that. So I did a photo shoot back in the summer with a male model and we wanted to, he approached me, uh, he was a, he's a friend of mine and he approached me and, and we discussed this kind of photo shoot. And I was literally out of, it was a very brief relationship that I had, but I was out of it for about four days. And this male model approached me and asked me if I wanted to do a shoot. And I was like, yes, I do. Because I was kind of, I was actually feeling good at the time about my body, but I was bitter about this person that I had been seeing four <laughs> days prior. So I was like, yes, I do. So I wanted it to be a revenge shoot. <laughs> yeah, it kind of, well, I don't want to say, I, I didn't think, look at it as a revenge shoot, but it's something to make me feel good. Right. I knew it would make me feel good. But I also wanted to kind of, I'm 44. I was 43 at the time. And I wanted to kind of bring out my sexuality my I wanted to express myself and so I sent him some images and he was on board and sent me images and I was on board and then we did the shoot and it was very very steamy very erotic and, and I posted those and I, I just can't tell you like how good those made me feel and the feedback that I got from those and I think that people that follow me can see that if they have a shoot with me anything kind of goes basically. I'm very accepting. I'm not judgmental. And I think that during this lockdown that we had, like when we were in lockdown last year, I think a lot of relationships were put to the test. Mm -hmm. And uh, also in terms of their sexuality and, and experimenting with things. And because I know what I noticed is once we, I was able to shoot again, women that would come to the studio and they had been experiencing with different lifestyles, meaning getting involved with other couples mm -hmm. and or, or bringing someone else into the marriage and that kind of thing. Also ex experimenting with like kink and stuff like that mm -hmm. as well. So I found that there was kind of maybe this lockdown that we had last year kind of brought that out in women, maybe myself as well, without really realizing it. And so I did this photo shoot and with him, with this male model, and, and I posted those and everybody really liked that. And I thought, you know what, I kind of want to introduce that to my, I, I want to have a little bit of that kind of series in my work as well. I want women to feel comfortable knowing that I'm not going to judge them if they want 
to incorporate some kinky props into a photo shoot. And as soon as I, I call them my erotica sessions. And as soon as I posted them, oh my gosh, did they ever, they booked up so fast. And then I posted another weekend special of it. And again, those were booked up so fast and women just loved it. Like they loved, and it's, it's actually funny because again, it's, everything's very posed and I'm literally tying a woman's hands behind her back to her, like to her feet and, and or like her ankles and stuff and, and, and trying to make them pose in these very awkward yet sexual positions. And we get the shot and it looks great. But to get into these positions, it's not easy. It's not, especially if this is something that's new to you as well. But yeah, like women were, and I, I mean, women of all shapes and sizes and ages were booking these shoots. Like it's, it was, it was interesting to see. Like I, it, it surprised me actually. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect the reaction that I got with these women from these women. I, I think that's amazing. Like we talk a lot on the podcast about non-traditional relationships and different relationship models and trying different things and being open to different things. And I, I applaud you for creating that sex positive space where people feel like they can come in and be who they are and express themselves sexually without, without feeling like what they're doing is weird or what they think is, you know, not okay. Because I think a lot of times people just are afraid of what they don't know. And when they start to see, Hey, this is, this is kind of hot. This is kind of sexy. We, up until this year, we would go to the everything about sex show. I don't know if you, you've probably. Yes, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, been there. There's a lot of dildos there. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> All the dildos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy. Um, I know. But, yeah. but I, and you see, we would, we would joke all the time about like, the, the cross section of people that go to these shows and are just walking around with their partners going, Oh yeah, look at that. Look at that. Oh, you know, they're having, they're having a little uh, tutorial on blowjobs at four o'clock. What do you think, honey? Sure. No problem. <laughs> and what I like about that is that normalizing of different facets of sexuality. And I think for you to create that space where people can, it's another place where people can express themselves and feel beautiful and sexual without, without that shame. I think one of the most destructive, exactly. one of the most destructive things for sexuality and for personhood is shame. Mm. And that's what we're trying to do on the podcast. That's what you're trying to do with your work. And that was one of the reasons we wanted to have you on is because I think it's really important. I've been watching your work for years now and it's just like, wow, it's so amazing and so beautiful. And you just have a way of bringing out no matter size, shape, age, stage, kink, preference, it doesn't matter. It's all amazing because right. it's who people are. And that's, it's just, it's, it's really important. And especially I think in lockdown the last year or so, people have been really thinking about what is going to make them happy and what life is going to look like once everything starts to settle down a little bit and open back up and go, what do I want the rest of my life to look like? Mm -hmm. We've all had this giant pause to really think about what we want our lives to be. And you had that, you got that little poke on the shoulder. And I think it's been a collective poke on the shoulder to say, what, where do we want to go from here? So I, I think that's really, really cool and amazing that you're, you're doing that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, it's funny because we talk in the studio, talk with my girls prior to their photo shoot just to get to know them. And I think that during our lockdown, uh, when everything happened, just from some of the stories that I have heard prior to lockdown, I think there were affairs going on and then lockdown came and people felt like, yeah, like, how are they going to have an affair when you're in lockdown? Really? Like at the beginning when we didn't know what was going on. And I think that's when a lot of couples would sit down and say, we need to have a talk mm. and try to you know, spice things up in their marriage. So I think they turn to things like kink and because you could order online and, you know, not, it's not your typical Saturday night that you've been used to for so many years. And now they want to spice things up because there's, it sounds horrible to say, but they're 
stuck in a home with this one person. They're not out living that lifestyle that they may have been prior to lockdown. And women, and like I said, like women would come in and say that they were experimenting with other couples or bringing someone else into the marriage because they couldn't go to their, you know, sex clubs, even like you couldn't go and do anything like that. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's been an, an eye opener this last year, to be honest, like, and, and all about expressing yourself and life is too short. Like you gotta, you know, embrace your yourself and your body and your self esteem kind of thing, you know, if that makes sense. But yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And one one last question for you. Yes. Is there anything that you have been asked to shoot that has crossed a limit for you? Because I mean, uh, I, I, even just hearing you talk, there's been like a progression through now you have your erotic series. And it's like, how long is it before that camera gear going to a hotel is for something steamier than 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 you shot before? And and do you are like, is there a limit there that you have had to draw with with prospective clients? I've been asked, I, I have done photo shoots for escorts, for example, I'm not always comfortable. I've there, you know, there are times where I have it's been fine. But there was one time that I went to a location to do a photo shoot for escorts, and I didn't feel comfortable. And I, the main reason was, I felt one of the girls was very young. And that although you have to be 19 years to shoot with me, I don't know if she was 19 years old. Mm. And I felt very uncomfortable there. So I didn't enjoy that. And also men will message me often wanting me to do and I get it I do I get it all the time wanting me to do nude photos of them Hmm. and I just say that you know my focus is on women although I do offer a gentleman's package and I started doing that once I moved my studio out of my home because I didn't want men coming into my home yeah so once I got my studio outside, I started offering a gentleman's package, but that's based, that's more based on like photos for your online dating site. And I stress that too, like online dating, business portfolio, that, you know, if you're going to do a fitness competition, those kind of shoots, I'm not doing the whole doudoir thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing designer dick pics for you, dude. I'm not. Doing- no, <laughs> but, but yeah, like I just, I, I'm not, my focus isn't on that. And so there are other photographers that will gladly do those kind of shoots. Sure. I'm just not one of them. So oh, I, yeah, it just doesn't make me feel comfortable. So, and I think that men, I think that they find it sexually gratifying to have a woman take photos like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of woman. <laughs> well, and you're very attractive yourself. So I'm sure that a lot of men, see you and think, well, here's a way that I can get close to her. Right. So I have had that recently where I posted, Oh, what was it? Something. It was something to do with uh, my gentleman's packages or something like that. And I'm sorry, every time you say gentleman's package, I chuckle inside my head. You know what? Sorry. Gentleman's sessions. I think think that's what I call it. I'm sorry. I'm just poorly behaved. That's all. <laughs> it's okay. Me too. Uh, but yeah, like I think that when I did that, I did have a few men uh, message me. And I once I told them that they needed to pay a deposit, it was crickets. I didn't wow. hear anything. Yeah. So I think it was just like a way for them to get me in a room and have me like meet meet them kind of thing a dating like they th- right. I, I don't know if they thought it was like a dating <sighs> or something no. so yeah 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 so no, but just, you're but yeah. you're smart you're smart to ask for that because then you can filter who's serious yeah. and who is not and, and, and yeah and that's yeah. it yeah yeah and, and like you so. said having your own studio that's outside of your home that offers another layer of security as well like and, and that's that's the thing you I mean we talk a lot about, you know, I'm, I practice Brazilian jiu-jitsu. We talk a lot about self-defense and, and women feeling safe in their environment. And so some of the things that you were talking about today, that's where my brain goes, right? Where I'm like, I just want to go and be her bodyguard to make sure that if I can triangle somebody that tries to do shitty things. But, 
but, but you're smart, you know, that, that must be kind of on your mind sometimes where, when, when you're doing those kinds of shoots where it's like safety is, is an issue for you sometimes. Yes. It, yes, it definitely, it, it has been. I've had to, I've had a few creepers over the years and I'm very aware of my surroundings. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And, and who, who follows me? Like I pay attention, you know, when I wake up in the, in the morning and I see these people that are following me, cause I do have an open profile. I check to see who they are too. Mm-hmm. And I know what I, uh, you know, what they're after kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I want them to, to be following me for my work and, <laughs> and not for the possibility of getting a date. Yeah. Get, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah. No, that's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that where we should leave it? That sounds like a good spot. How can people find you? We'll put links in, but where where is the best the best place for people to find you online? I'm most active on social media, such as Instagram, uh, Melissa Kelly Boudoir, as well as I'm also on Facebook. So Melissa Kelly Boudoir Photographer. And my website uh, is also, it's a long website, Melissa Kelly Boudoir Photographer.com. <laughs> Not taken. So you were able to, you were able to snag that.com. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's awesome. That, that's great. I'll throw, I'll throw all that in in our show notes for the episode as well. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Melissa, thank you so yes. much for talking with us today. That was really fun. And thank I you think, so much. I think I'm going to have to book a session. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Stay tuned for those photos. <laughs> okay, I can't wait. I can't, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be one of my erotica sessions. Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Welcome back, everyone. That was fun. It was. So I guess I got to clear my calendar. <laughs> oh, yeah? Are, are, for your gentleman's package? <laughs> my dudewar shot. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was great. Which she doesn't do because obvious reasons. She does. She does gentleman sessions, but... But not, not dudewar stuff. No, I just think that, that that's a new word for me, dudewar. It's funny. <laughs> that's awesome. So how can people get a hold of us? You can send us an email, info at cheatingonfear.com. You can go to our website, www.cheatingonfear.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at cheatingonfear. Mm-hmm. And we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cheatingonfear. Yeah. So, if you like the episode, like, subscribe, share. Leave us a review. That always helps. Yeah. And obviously check out the links for Melissa Kelly. Yeah. Her Instagram's fire. If you are anywhere in Canada and when we can travel again, you want to come out and book her, I think it'd be well worth it. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, everyone.